Were we connected? Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Excellent. Uh, Marcy, I presume. Yes. Hi, uh, I'm, I'm Marcy. Nice to meet you, Marcy. My name is John Applewood, uh, Director of Admissions here at Monaghan University. Thank you for taking the time out of your day to visit with us. Uh, uh, uh thanks for doing the same for me. Yes. Uh, we have a, uh, an assistant coach from the judo team here just to get to know you a little better, as we heard that was also one of your interests. Uh, yes, uh, very much so. Hello, I'm Coach Heatherwood. Nice to meet you. Uh, looking forward to have you on the, having you on the team. Uh, the recruiter told me all about you. On my end, I'm sold. Yes, well, uh, thank you, Miss Heatherwood, also for being here with us. Uh, so, Marcy, why don't we go ahead and get started? Um, let's start with the basics. Why Monaghan? And specifically, why did you choose to apply for this scholarship? Uh, well, I really like your campus, uh, for one. And uh, I also, well, the judo team was definitely a huge reason for me wanting to come here. Uh, not many schools have one, especially not one as prestigious as Monaghan. Uh, for, for this scholarship specifically, I mean, I, I just, you know, you, you, you can use all the help you can get. Maybe it's the screen in front of her. Maybe it's nerves. But Marcy's mind begins to wander and temporarily fades from the present moment to memory. Where does your mind go when you answer that question? I would think um, back to... It would, uh, it would go back to a time because whenever Marcy thinks of needing help and all. She doesn't exactly come from the richest family. And um, part of the reason of that is uh, her father having to work so hard uh, because her mother died basically when she started high school. And so um, life has been pretty hard since then emotionally, but also um, economically at the same time, trying to keep things afloat and all. And so She's probably thinking back to uh, like two weeks or so after the funeral. There are footsteps at the door to the apartment. Marcy's father walks in and for a split second, she sees his expression compose himself as he steps in the door and uh, sees that she is sitting there on the couch. He, he walks up to her and gives their standard greeting. He holds out his fist for her to bump. She bumps him right back. Hey, sport. Uh, good day. Good day at school today. Yeah. Um, school was fine. Good, good, uh, good. Um, I'm glad. Yeah, still, still, still rocking right along. Still straight A's. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, my, my grades are fine. Yeah, you just, uh, you keep it up and, uh, don't worry about anything else. Uh, just worry about school, your, uh, and you hear the, the hesitation in his voice and it, um, it almost hurts the way he pauses before he says, your, um, your friends, uh, other 
activities. Uh, and you just keep up the good work. Um, we're, uh, I mean, I, I'm counting on you. Yeah. Um, you just keep doing what you're doing and your, your old man is going to be just fine. Are you sure, Dad? Yeah, yeah, sport. I'm, um, yeah, I'm great. You, I mean, not great, obviously. Uh, I'm sure yeah. we're both, um, and he swings his arms back and forth. And I'm, I'm, yeah, this is a lot. This is a lot, kid. We'll, I'm sure one of these days we can really talk about it. Well, we'll, we'll get back on track soon enough, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, yes, it's, a. Uh, hey, uh, it's, it's, it's close to 11. Why are you, what are you doing up this late? Shouldn't you be getting ready to turn in? I was just, uh, I was just waiting on you to get home. Just making sure you got home safe. You think you might see your dad's eyes get a little moist as he looks down at you and he's like, well... That's awful sweet of you, Sport. Uh, I know your mother would appreciate that. I know it was hard for her to, too, to wait, wait this late. You know, she'd, uh, she was a believer in the eight o'clock bedtime, but, uh, so thank yeah. you. Yeah, she was. Uh, and that memory fades as, as quickly as it came. And you are back in front of the family computer, still. In the interview process, um, if you looked vacant or paused at all, you can't really tell if the interviewers noticed. And uh, they continue. Well, we're, uh, we've been looking through your academic record, Marcy, and uh, it's, it's pretty flawless. Your grades have been excellent. Uh, and your, your standardized test, test scores, too. They were nothing to sneeze at. That was, there are no concerns there at all. We've taken note of your achievements as well. Um, why don't you, uh, why don't you tell us about uh, your your proudest achievement from your high school career? Proudest achievement from my high school career. Let me think. While this isn't necessarily school related, I'd say reaching brown belt was a pretty huge moment for me. I guess, like, I, before judo, I didn't really do much physically. Like, I wasn't necessarily out of shape or anything, but I just, I, I didn't really commit myself to anything like that before. And I, like, I mean, I went to school, I tried to focus on my grades, but that was, that was the moment where I, I don't know, I just really felt like I'd fully committed to something, and I was proud of myself for that. A notable achievement. We're very excited. That shows the, the dedication to the art that, that I and all of us on the team can really appreciate. Thank you so much. Uh, mention, the mention of judo, it, it triggers another memory. It triggers another recollection uh, from your past. Uh, where does Marcy go? I think when she goes back this time, she thinks back to a moment that she would actually call the proudest of high school, which is, um, Brown Belt was one for sure, but I feel like it's, 
it's a specific moment that hangs out in her mind that uh, is actually her proudest, but that she wouldn't say in front of a group of educators, which is whenever she finally got um, one of her most pestering and most popular bullies to finally shut up after she fully threw her as hard as she can to the point this girl almost didn't get back up afterwards. Would you say this is, was this before your judo career? Would you say it's? This would be mid-judo career. Mid-judo career. So how old, what year in school would you say Marcy was? Mid-judo career. I'm, I'm guessing she started. Yeah, no, I'm saying, I'm saying she started her, her judo, like her interest in martial arts in general probably started her freshman year. And so for mid-judo career, not actually probably her sophomore year, her mid-judo career probably is like near the end of her junior year, I would say. And that was whenever she was like really starting to get the hang of things, really starting to feel stronger. Uh, she's not exactly like a tank. She's not exactly the rock. And so like to reach that level of strength took years of hard work and hours and buckets of sweat. And so it's like near the end of her junior year. And, um, she's, uh, she's kind of, everybody has kind of been noticing that she's been bulking up a little bit. And so they've kind of backed off a tiny bit, but, um, there's this one girl named Morgan, uh, basically like second or third most popular in school who would just not leave her alone ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, here's where we'll take it. Morgan bursts out of the women's bathroom. Uh, following you at a rapid pace down the hall. Marcy, I'm not done talking to you. Please just leave me alone. All I asked was, are you a pro wrestler or something now? Because your muscles are getting huge these days. Uh, And she says it uh, loud enough that any other students, uh, you know, on their way to and from classes can definitely hear. Please, I just don't want to talk to you, okay? Can you please just leave me alone? It was a compliment. Come on, Marcy. What does this tell us? Just tell us. What are you, what are you doing these days? Why are you bulking up so much? You know, I know that, uh, that, that my boyfriend is on the basketball team, but that doesn't mean that boys like girls with big muscles. All I'm trying to do is stay in shape. You know, maybe you should try as well. <laughs> what is she talking about? I am totally in shape. I do bar every Friday and I never eat carbs. And my yoga instructor says that I am doing great. I really don't care. I'm going to class. Wait, I'm, I said I'm not done talking to you, Marcy. Come on. Why don't you let me, why don't you let me do your, do your makeup or something? That can hide those big muscles. Don't touch me. I didn't. I didn't. You, you, you bumped into me. Guys, she bumped into me. Would you just back off already? I'm not doing anything. What are you talking about? You've done this for literal years. Would you please just leave me alone? Fine. I just knew those muscles We're all show and no fucking stuff. Whatever. You can think what you want. Just don't talk to me. 
hey, Marcy. And Morgan cuts in front of you, uh, in front of your path where you would have to get her out of your way. I'm telling you to move. This is the last time I'm going to say it. <laughs> or what? Move out of my way. I'm done talking to you. She appears to be having too much fun to let this go. And he's like, at least tell me, at least tell me where you got those muscles. What's been going on in your life? Did you have to get a job because your daddy works too hard but still doesn't make any money? Marcy grabs her by the shirt. What did you just fucking say? I didn't, I didn't say anything. Oh, I didn't. What did you just fucking say to me? It's just a joke. I didn't mean it. Come on. Come on. It's just fun. If you ever say anything like that ever again, you will never walk for the rest of your life. And you, yeah, you could see the struggle on her face, whether to, uh, whether to remark at this because her instinct is to antagonize, but she is genuinely scared at this point. Um, you know, no one's ever stood up to her verbally, much less intervened physically. Uh, well, just uh, have fun at your, uh, have fun at your, your day job. So Marcy already has her by uh, the cloth. Usually she's used to grabbing someone else's gi during a judo throw. Uh, so... She has a fistful of top, so she'll be fine. And so she scrunches over and then yanks her arm, holding her by the shirt as hard as she can to throw her into the lockers that are in front of Marcy. The memory fades and you are back in the interview, chuckling to yourself a little uh, in front of the computer screen. Uh, You think that Coach Heatherwood uh, caught that, uh, that chuckle because she's smiling a little bit too. Uh, but the head of admissions uh, seems not to have caught your uh, change in expression or has chosen to ignore it. And like, yes, well, obviously we value academic or athletic achievements just as highly as academic ones well maybe not just as highly (laughs) but um anyway that'll do for now yes all right marcy let's get into more uh more personal questions uh do you see yourself as a leader Uh, let me see I don't think of myself really as a leader. No, I don't think. Not necessarily someone who just like obediently follows either. I'd say free thinker. Not like in a hippie way, but just sort of, I don't know. I am I am what I believe in, if I, I guess, or something like that. I don't know if that's a good answer, if that's what you're looking for, but yeah, I, don't, I think I, that's yeah. Oh, sorry. I I think that's an admirable answer. We uh we value commitment to ideals and to principles here at Monahan. And if you uh 
maintain this level of dedication to those ideals while you are enrolled here, then you will fit right into our culture uh, here at the university. Um, why don't you uh, tell me an example of a time you uh, had to uphold or defend those ideals? Marcy starts to think of the memory that she just had and then decides that's probably not it. Because <laughs> mm. that was definitely a moment she had to defend her ideals, but not really. That's more she had to defend herself as a person, I guess, physically <laughs> as a person. But, um... Hmm. Uh, he senses your, hes- your hesitation and then says, well, well, you know what? Why don't we start here? Describe what those beliefs are that you uh, that you will stand by or are convicted um, uh, that are you, those convictions that you hold. Okay. It's okay to not always be the strongest. I I I, I of course know that like. For my art, for judo, requires a certain level of strength. But it's okay to not always be the strongest when it comes to being the biggest and most powerful, but also uh, emotionally. Sometimes you don't always have to be the biggest person in the room. Sometimes it's better to be open with people. Sometimes. Um, I, I guess another thing that's um, a belief of mine is just uh, the importance of family. I uh, really love my dad, and um, yeah, family's just really important to me. And I, I guess family can mean a number of things, but yeah, family's pretty important to me. I'm still uh, pretty young, so making up my own code as I go, you know, slowly forming into a person and things like that. But, um, oh yeah, and um, art, the arts in general are all super important to me, is... Um, I think art is super, super important to not just my life, but should be to everyone else's life. I feel like it's something that helps and inspires people to uh, live their life to the fullest. To The pursuit of art, I feel like, is something truly noble, whether it's painting or acting or uh, any number of things. I think art is... Uh, part of, if not, what truly makes life worth living. And uh, that's something I definitely stand by. Yes. And uh, when on your application you listed art as your intended major, is that still the plan? Yes, yes, 100% yes. Excellent. Uh, We always value our arts department. Uh, We, uh, the senior galleries each year are one of the highlights of campus activities and uh we look forward to seeing your contribution uh to the the art world here at monahan so uh where what is the what would you say is the origin of this love you have for art i i guess it's it's really just something that's always been there for me i uh i I didn't exactly have a lot of friends growing up, just maybe like some occasional acquaintances that I would 
talk to at lunch and such, but I never really had um, uh, people I would call close friends. Sorry if that's a lot, but uh, I, I always found that whenever I was down and out about things and I, I guess I didn't have my dad to turn to if he was at work or something, I would, I would paint. Or I would look through one of our old books uh, that has a bunch of just old, interesting paintings in them. And um, I found comfort in that. Like, if I was ever having a hard time, I would just sort of pour it into art or draw inspiration from art. That's um, It's just something that's always sort of been there for me. And so I, I realize it's important to myself. And I, I think that it, it should be. Not, not just physical painted art, but all, of, all kinds of art can really have an impact on a person that lasts a while. and. So, yeah, it's it's just something that's always been there. Okay. And then where does that answer come from for Marcy? What does she think about when she gives that answer to that question? Back to her mom. Uh, her mom was uh, not a professional in any way, shape, or form when it came to painting or anything. But she, um, her mom uh, liked to paint she enjoyed she started off by doing paint by numbers whenever she was just a kid but like also uh, whenever marcy was a kid but she also liked to uh include her daughter on the things and like uh bring her in and like they would paint something together or just like go out in nature sketching painting was something that was like her mom would constantly constantly do for fun whenever she wasn't working was that was that was her escape and it it, it really transferred over to marcy and so during those times whenever well, she didn't have her mom around anymore. It was a way of really feeling close to her. It's the outdoors. Uh, it is a beautiful fall day in Tennessee, and you are, you know, walking on a uh, a walking trail hand in hand with your mother. Uh, what was her name? Her first name was Sophia. She is still in her, um, her work clothes. Uh, what kind of job do you think Sophia had? I want to say Sophia worked at a, a law firm of sorts is what I'm picturing for her. And so it's like, she's maybe like, she's like, she like took off her blazer when she got home and just sort of like unbuttoned her shirt a little bit. And it's just, um, rolled up her, her button down sleeves and it's just, sort of walking in uh, that sort of attire. Perfect. Yeah, I can picture that. She's in kind of a, a pastel purple pair of slacks and a, uh, yeah, a white button-down shirt rolled up to the elbows. Exactly. Her hair is in a bun that has kind of become messy uh, as you've been walking, and you love her more than anything in the world. She gets to... Your favorite spot that you know very well. It's, it's an overlook uh, to a, a beautiful valley. And there's a, a single stone bench that you always hope is, is open so that you can sit there and uh, you take out your little sketchbook and your, your, your colored pencils that uh, were a recent birthday gift from her. And... She gets out her easel that she had strapped to her backpack and she gets out her, her set of watercolors. Um, and 
She starts the way she always starts on these kind of excursions. She hands you a pencil and says, before you get started on your own work, why don't you go ahead and help me find my inspiration? And she gestures at the canvas. They've been up here many, many times, and overlooking this valley is all too familiar to her. And so she looks down over the valley. She sees a family down there, actually, and they're walking their dog. And so she, um, she grabs her pencil, and then she's, she starts to sketch as best she can a a dog and um the family the dog's a little cartoonish looking but uh she does her best sophia takes that sketch and as you start to work on uh your own drawings maybe continuing ones that you uh had started out here um she uh paints over your sketches uh not quite following them. It looks a lot um, more adult, and um, it shows the the level of of skill that she's developed uh, in this in this hobby. And um, as she paints, uh, you see the image you had in your head just come to life. This family and their dog. Uh, the backdrop of the, the the trees just starting to lose their leaves, and uh, a little sweat has has built up on her forehead, and she kind of brushes off after a few hours. Her brushes her hands together with kind of a gesture of completeness, and she looks at you and she says, "What do you think, Marcy?" It's amazing, Mom. Oh, child, and she brushes a strand of hair behind her ear, and um, she looks at the painting and looks maybe a little wistful as if you know that this is how she would much rather be spending her time than uh, as, as, a, as a paralegal at, at this law firm. Um, and she looks back at you. She's like, okay, your turn. And she kind of tries to look into, your, uh, look into your sketchbook and see what you've been working on. So I feel like she's probably been trying to draw like the same thing as her mom, like not copying it per se, but just occasionally looking over to see like what details she was like really trying to capture. I feel like she also tried to, to draw like the dog and thing as best she can, but drawing it so tiny can kind of be hard, especially when it's on a sketchbook. And so she, uh, she's, she's doing her best to try to recreate um, what her mom is doing with colored pencils. Well, that is just incredible, child. The detail you have included on that dog is just precious. I feel like I want to pick it up and hold it. Thanks, Mom. Oh, Marcy. You know this has always been my passion, uh, and you know that I've had to do other things, um, you know, for work to help support you and help your dad keep this family on its feet. But uh, I want you to do exactly as I'm doing. I want you to, just no matter what you have to do to get food on the table, this is what feeds your soul. And if this is what feeds your soul, then 
you got to stick with it, baby. I will, Mom. She gives you a hug, uh, starts rinsing off her paintbrushes and packing up her things. Uh, just as uh, the sun is starting to go down and you're getting ready to uh, go back to where the car is parked and get started on your homework. And that's where the memory fades and you're back in the interview again. Yes, well, as, uh, as stated, we do have an appreciation for the arts here at Monaghan. You know that before it was Monaghan University, of course, it was Monaghan College. Uh, it was a liberal arts school, and uh, the, the fine art department was a cornerstone of that institution, together with the, the literature program and the, uh, the, the classics program. Uh, so we, we welcome your talents here at Monaghan. I'm, I'm really happy to hear that. Marcy, why don't you tell us, uh, what do you think that you have to contribute to, to the university here? If we awarded you this scholarship, what would you accomplish with it? I hope to be an artist that inspires. I hope to make a... I hope to make something that touches someone, that means something to someone else as much as it means something to me. I, I want to create something that'll long outlive me. And hopefully make a splash uh, in the dojo as well. Yes, I 100% intend on doing that. All right. Uh... Well, we have one last uh, question for you, Marcy. Uh, why don't you tell us in uh, the, best, uh, the best you can imagine, uh, try and tell us what your, what your long-term goals are past this university. Uh, where do you see yourself uh, career-wise, just life? What do you envision as your future? I am going to be one of the great artists of our time. I'm a painter. I think I'm a very good painter, and I hope to... I, I want to be one of the very best after this. What, whatever I do career-wise after this, I guess, doesn't really matter as much. I'm going to do what I can to keep food on the table, of course, and keep myself going, but I... I guess this is long term, unless of uh, where I see myself in five years, but that's what I hope to achieve. And I think that Monaghan is a school that can help me along that path to do that. Instead of memory, Marcy's mind goes to the future. Where does it, where does it land? At what point in your life? I'm picturing her as if she's if she's going to the future i would say she's probably picturing it down the line but probably not that far i i'm guessing she's picturing herself in her in her mid 30s and she's she's leaving her apartment which is um a nicer place uh she lives there by herself but it's a nicer place and she it's there's there's paintbrushes everywhere there's tons of cups just like full of water and various 
canvases all over the place and so much newspaper covering the floor that you would think it was like a collection like there's 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 just so much of that and she's actually leaving this apartment and she's um she's putting on a jacket and she's getting ready it's um she's picturing it colder outside for some reason and she's popped on a beanie and she is taking a walk down the street and she walks and she walks a little farther and then she uh is outside of a small gallery and on a sign there says um the berry cloth collection and she walks inside and she sees herself standing in front of this massive canvas that's on the wall as if she's looking through the canvas at herself and um she is watching her own expression as she watches a smile slowly spread over her face looking at this thing that she's created and as the camera per se starts to pan around and reveal what is on the painting uh she snaps back yeah uh almost as a as a secret that 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 Marcy keeps even almost even from herself uh she treasures that vision close to her um almost as if it would it would it would disappear if she tries to envision it too clearly uh and this time almost uh almost directs her mind back to um back to the present moment well uh thank you for your time uh marcy i'm looking forward to uh to see you on campus this fall look for uh look for an email from uh from me or one of the other uh one of the other admissions uh admissions staff uh letting you know of the status of your scholarship application we'd like to thank you again for your time and for your entrance your 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 interest in this school um goodbye uh bye yes yes thank you for your thank you for your time and i look forward to seeing you at practice i look forward to seeing you too coach
going to stop recording.